Hey there, I'm Dr. Stan Steindl. Welcome back to Compassion in a T-shirt. Today's video is going to be a bit provocative with a title that might catch you off guard. Humans suck, but don't worry, it's not all doom and gloom. In fact, we're going to explore the fascinating world of compassion-focused therapy developed by Professor Paul Gilbert. So buckle up, hit that like button if you enjoy this video, and let's dive into why humans suck and how practicing compassion and self-compassion can change the game. Before you start drafting angry comments, hear me out. As humans, we're flawed creatures. We make mistakes, hurt others, and sometimes even hurt ourselves. But acknowledging these imperfections is the first step towards growth and change. Compassion-focused therapy was developed to help us navigate these challenges. Let's face it, we're not perfect. We lie, we cheat, we get jealous, and we sometimes hurt the ones we love. We can be potentially quite awful. But the key is to understand that these behaviours often stem from our own struggles, fears and insecurities. In compassion-focused therapy, we would say we have tricky brains and all that suffering we experience and cause each other and ourselves, it's not our fault. But it is our responsibility. The key is approaching ourselves and others with understanding and to develop our mind awareness. Compassion-focused therapy, or CFT, is grounded in the idea that embracing our imperfections allows us to develop genuine compassion for ourselves and others. It's not about making excuses for our actions, but rather understanding the deep-rooted, evolutionarily-based reasons behind them. According to Professor Gilbert, the three evolved systems of the mind, the threat system, drive system, and soothing system, play a crucial role in how we perceive ourselves, others, and the world around us. All right, let's break down these three systems just a little bit. The threat system is like our internal alarm system, alerting us to danger. The drive system pushes us to achieve goals and meet our needs. Finally, the soothing system is all about caring for each other and ourselves and calming ourselves in times of distress. The problem arises when these three systems are out of balance and a range of competing thoughts, feelings and motivations begin to emerge and causes trouble. When the threat system is in overdrive, we begin to see threat everywhere. From an evolutionary point of view, it was much better to err on the side of seeing a threat that in fact wasn't there than ever missing a threat that was there. And humans are like that still. So the motives of the threat system are threat protection and safety seeking. The emotions are anger and anxiety. And the behaviors are fight, flight, freeze, appease, or fawn. The threat system gets supercharged when it comes to social threat. We worry a lot about what other people think. We want others to like us, especially those who we consider in the same tribe or a tribe that we want to be in. 
makes sense evolutionarily. Much better to be accepted and kept safely in the tribe. But then we have to monitor ourselves, our place in that group, and whether we're going to be approved of and valued by the group. So we become our harshest critics to protect ourselves from the rejection of others. We judge ourselves for our mistakes and shortcomings, creating a cycle of self-loathing. Constant self-criticism not only affects our mental health, but also spills over into our friendships and interactions with others. There are these internalizing effects, but also externalizing effects. To create safety in our tribe or group, we have to start distancing ourselves from any other tribe or group. Hating others becomes a threat system tactic to conjure up this safety. So we attack others, denigrate others, get into battle with them to demonstrate to our tribe that we really do belong with them. But even this feels fragile. Say or do one thing wrong and you're out. So you see what I mean? Our brains are very tricky and our threat system in particular leads to some very tricky motives, emotions and behaviors. But it doesn't stop there. We also have our drive system. And when that's activated and running hot, we get deeply entrenched in wanting, obtaining, competing, achieving. And we can get pretty nasty when we're in this more competitive motive. Greed is good. Win at all costs. Manipulation, aggression, callousness, cruelty all come tumbling out when we lean hard into the drive system. Oh, don't forget that threat and drive systems are important and can have very important roles to play in any human's life. We do need to protect ourselves from threats and we do need to be driven, meet our own needs and achieve. The problems arise when the systems are out of balance. So how do we break free from the grip of the threat system or drive system and find that balance once again? Well, it's a one-two punch, a very loving one-two punch. First, it's about activating the soothing system, creating a sense of calmness, composure, safeness, and genuine belonging. When we feel calm and safe, then we're less likely to slide into the perils of threat or drive systems running the show. We can slow down the body and the mind, tap into wisdom, and then proceed to the second step, which is all about cultivating compassion. Compassion is not just about feeling sorry for someone. It's not just about being nice. And it's certainly not about being a pushover. It's about being sensitive to and understanding another person's suffering and responding with care, kindness, support, forgiveness, this applies not only to others, but also to ourselves. Imagine a world where instead of condemning each other for our mistakes, we approach one another with empathy and understanding, good communication and constructive conversations, acceptance, forgiveness, helpfulness. Compassion-focused therapy encourages us to recognize that we all have tricky brains in one way or another, and we can move away from blaming or shaming others for what really is just emerging from the way our brains were designed by evolution to work. After all, we're all in this messy, imperfect journey we call life together.
Equally important is extending that compassion to ourselves. We're often our own worst critics, dwelling on our flaws and failures. And we know that's coming from our threat system. But what if we treated ourselves with the same care and supportiveness we might offer our friends in times of need? Not in a way that's soft or weak or selfish or self-indulgent. Self-compassion involves acknowledging our own struggles without judgment, accepting and forgiving ourselves and providing ourselves with care and understanding as well as support and encouragement to look after ourselves, to change, to grow and take responsibility for our own lives. Now that we understand the importance of compassion, let's explore some practical tips to incorporate it into our daily lives. First, start by becoming aware of your own self-talk. Notice when you're being overly critical and approach those negative thoughts with wisdom and friendliness. Remember, you're a work in progress, just like everyone else. Second, develop a compassion routine. This could include breathing practices, meditation or imagery work, or even simply taking a few moments each day to reflect on the positive aspects of yourself or others. By consistently integrating these practices into your life, you'll gradually shift your mindset towards a more compassionate one. Lastly, work on building empathy. Put yourself in others' shoes. Understand their perspectives and resist the urge to judge or at least judge too quickly. Listen, be open and curious. By fostering a sense of empathy, you'll create stronger connections with those around you and contribute to a more compassionate and understanding world. So there you have it. Why humans suck and how practicing compassion and self-compassion can be a game changer. Remember, we're all navigating this complex journey of life together. And a little compassion can go a long way. Next time you're in the traffic or at a bus stop or in a restaurant or at the shops, or even next time you're interacting online, see if you can give all this a try. Managing your tricky brain and instead practice compassion. If you enjoyed this video, don't forget to give it a thumbs up. Subscribe for more content and do come back soon. As always, thank you for joining me on Compassion in a T-shirt. And until next time, good luck bringing more compassion and self-compassion into your daily life.